Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Last week, the boys of summer finally arrived, or as Bob Euchre might say it, just a bit late. Despite a little chin music from the coronavirus, Major League Baseball began its abbreviated 60-game season 11 days ago. A season that is normally a marathon has become a two-month fire drill. But let's be realistic. It could end at any second. With players testing positive and games already canceled, how long can this go on? The nation has greater things to worry about than baseball, but let's not sell short the emotional value the game provides its fans. Remember the old question about a tree falling in the woods? Does it make a sound if there's nobody there to hear it? Does a baseball game really happen if there are no fans in the stands to watch it? No sport more romanticizes its past, justifiably, than baseball. But who will romanticize the game this year? Who will wax poetic about the season of the asterisk? If the games continue, I will watch them on TV. But is it worth it to risk the health of the players and their families? So please indulge me while I romanticize an earlier time, back in the 1950s and 1960s, when millions of American kids filled their summer days and a good part of their summer evenings playing baseball in the nearest dusty field, or as I and my buddies did, in a narrow alley behind my house. The stitches on the baseball might have been unraveling, the laces on our gloves broken and retied, our bats cracked, but we were all major leaguers at age 12, and we dreamed of the day we could play in that magnificent meadow of green called a big league ballpark. My field of dreams was Cleveland's old municipal stadium, with grass so immaculately tended by the bossards, Emil and the boys. When the Yankees came to town for a Sunday doubleheader in the 50s, 75,000 fans would pack the place. Two games for the price of one. What a concept! That's when I saw Larry Doby for the first time. Just eight years old, I didn't know that he had broken the American League's color barrier in 1947, just 11 weeks after Jackie Robinson's debut with the Brooklyn Dodgers. I didn't see black or white. I saw a great player who remains my all-time favorite to this day. Imagine my excitement decades later when I went to Cleveland Indians fantasy camp in Arizona in 1991 and ended up on Larry Doby's team. Other tribe greats who were there that week were Bob Feller, Lou Boudreaux, Mudcat Grant, Max Elvis, Herb Score, Sam McDowell, Mike Hargrove, Joe Charbonneau, and yes, Larry Doby. That's a pretty good start on an all-star team right there, including three Hall of Famers. I looked right past the cost of going. It wasn't cheap, but I was unfazed. Playing with my heroes was everything I anticipated and more. Today the memories still flood back and they are all good. So while I will try to maintain some level of interest in this abbreviated 2020 baseball season, my mind will wander back to a gentler time in my life when we didn't have to socially distance and I could just play ball until dark. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life. 